everybody, we're Hashtag Money Woke over here. Welcome to the Daily Dish, talking about money stuff till my dishes are done at Greg Chats Cash and the Greg Chats Cat Podcast. Uh, today we're live streaming on Instagram Live and Twitch Live and recording the podcast. And today we're talking about fruits, but not in the way you think of. This is a great way because if you're like me, budgeting, I, th I like to think about budgeting and do budgeting about as much as most of you probably like to do your dishes in that probably not a lot. And today I've actually got a whole bunch of different glasses. So if you're catching this live stream later and it crashes, you can always just reload, tap through. I'm gonna use a different letter of the word fruits for a different pair of sunglasses or silly glasses like these today. So what is fruits and what does it have to do with budgeting? Well, I'll tell you what, I have always been someone who really appreciates practicing forced scarcity, trying to make sure that money is well spent and uh, on its way towards my priorities and bills and savings and investing goals before I can just spend it out of my pocket. So if I'm a forced scarcity kind of guy and tracking my spending kind of guy, I don't always like the idea of budgeting. I like budgeting about as much as I like dieting, right? I'd rather make healthy choices rather than spending a lot of time counting my calories. So with budgeting, one of the, my favorite ways to think about quick back of the envelope budgeting for those of us who don't like it is called the fruits method. And each one of those letters stands for something different. So for those of you who are here, just like, yeah, yeah, Greg, get to the point. Tell me what fruit stands for. I got things to do today. I don't have to, time to listen to you do the whole dishes and explain one by one and leave me on some funny cliffhanger and not tell me what fruits means. So I'm gonna tell you right off the bat. Fruits stands for a couple different things. And of course, it's not mine originally. In fact, I don't even remember where I first heard it. I believe I added the S to the end of it for a couple reasons, but without further ado, fruit stands for, oh, by the way, I have a ton of dishes today. Uh, I made an artichoke casserole or artichoke dip last night. Joy of cooking, it's a great recipe. Really great if you're in a pinch and you got to make something in like 30 minutes and go uh, to like the potluck and stuff like that. Oh, right, fruits. It stands for, the first letter, of course, standing for, what do you suppose the first letter of a budget uh, with the acronym FRUITS might stand for? Well, it stands for the word food, okay? So basically, what are your food expenses? And then the R, of course, standing for the word rent or mortgage. What are you spending on your housing, right? So the U can stand for utilities. Now, this, of course, is gonna be different for all of us, whether we're talking electric, we're talking gas. Some people might lump some things like internet connection, into this one, possibly even something like cell phone. But with that said, after utilities, the I is insurance. This is something very, very important to consider because a lot of us have different types of insurances, whether it's car insurance, medical insurance, um, disability insurance, life insurance, homeowner's insurance, renter's insurance. And of course, with the T, this is transportation. What kind of transportation are you spending on? And then the S stands for stuff or subscriptions. Now, sometimes you might lump the whole cell phone thing into this one if it's not necessarily the necessity that the utilities might, you might put it in that category, but other subscriptions in your life, whether it's Netflix, other stuff that pops up. How much do you spend extra rather than just food restaurants, for example, do you go out you know, for a night on the town, entertainment, stuff like that. Great to see you on the feed, folks. Thanks for joining us. 
Once again, budgeting, back of the envelope budget, quick way to think about what is some of your day-to-day, month-to-month expenditures. If you're someone who's just starting to get into this, hey, uh, some folks just mentioning that they canceled some of their subscriptions, and that's a great way to deal with it is thinking about what subscriptions are we actually using. But when it comes down to that budgeting, if you're not a budgeter by heart, if you're not someone who wants to spend a lot of time, this back of the envelope method can be very good to help get you going. Now, with this said, I have a lot of budgeting friends and buddies who would love to tell you how important it is to move past that and get into the specifics. For example, if you're someone who, I need to figure out how to make every dollar work best for me, there's things like YNAB, which is an app called You Need a Budget. I believe it's a subscription base, but I also hear it's very, very good to use. Or Mint or Personal Capital for kind of tracking and budgeting. But my point being is that if you're someone who's just like, all right, Greg, you've got me hooked, I watch you being goofy, and we're gonna talk about the different parts of this budget. This may be the budget for you to get started with. The reason it may be the budget for you to get started with is because, like I said, we can start on the back of an envelope. So, we'll start with the letter F. Food. Now, in this category, what you need to do to get this fruits budget going is kind of have really realistic estimates of how much money you're spending on food per month. This includes restaurants, all right? This can include all the money that you're spending on things you eat, even if it's the stuff that you eat that's sitting in the uh, pantry or in the fridge or in the freezer and not going anywhere because it was such a good deal. What is that expenditure like? Figuring out what that is, back of the envelope style. This can take a little bit more honesty than some of us are ready for, especially when we start thinking about what we spend when we go out even if it's stopping off for things like coffee and stuff like that. So once we move past the food, we really need to come up with a realistic number. And if you're not a budgeter, you know, what they call uh, buff out that number a little bit, build it up, you know, add some cash to it. Overestimate what you're spending when you do this back of the envelope. If you are thinking past food, you're thinking about rent, all right? The R, rent or mortgage. A lot of us who are back of the, bu- back of the envelope budgeters are probably only playing, paying rent because we may not be actually focused on our finances quite to the level that someone, because when you get into home ownership, you tend to know the numbers a little bit more, but that's not always the case. So if you are someone who doesn't budget yet, thinking about the R, the rent, how much are you paying in rent every month? How much are you paying in your mortgage every month? And of course, be thinking if you're a homeowner about the taxes component of that as well. Um, I didn't include taxes in this list because we're doing a really rough budget. We're just getting started and I didn't want to scare you away with the words taxes and budget in the same podcast, but there I've done it. So, once we've got the rent factored in there, I want you to also factor in, like I said, soup up that number just like on the food budget a little bit more because there are incidentals. If you're a homeowner, you are spending, and with renters, you never know when you're going to have a rent increase. And if you're in a situation where you may not be able to move on the quick if you get a rent increase, having that buffered in as well or having that kind of factored in as well is really important. So adding, whether it's a few dollars, a few hundred dollars, a few dozen dollars, you have to really consider that. What is the most realistically that you see your rent going up within the next year or two? That's just something to consider. 
Okay, so, so far we've got F, which is for food budget, including restaurants, including uh, extra coffees and things like that. R, which is rent or the mortgage. So far we've got those listed out. Other things to consider with the mortgage, of course, if you're a homeowner, build in some of those extra costs of all those things that might break in that house you own. Okay, so fruit, we got F, we got R. Now, with you, we're talking utilities, okay? So with different utilities, of course, you're thinking about things like how much is it to heat where you live or cool it. You're thinking about things like how much does my internet cost a month? What does garbage cost, sewer? If you have to deal with any of that stuff, or even what utilities, like I mentioned before, you may consider cell phones in this category. Cell phones in this category, since you're paying a monthly utility, and uh, internet is often, you know, there's a conversation about it starting to look like a utility, right? So if we are thinking about ways to pay our utilities, also recognizing that different times of year, we're gonna be paying different amounts, okay? So for example, sometimes when I'm traveling, I might go over my data usage on my cell phone, and recognizing that there's certain times of year that I'm traveling, those might be months where the cell phone bill might increase. With that in mind, also things like heating and cooling your home, wherever you live, apartment, house, whatever, renter or mortgage, you're still gonna have variables there. So with that said, back of the envelope, remember we're trying to buff it out a little bit just to give us a great cushion so that we can focus less on the budget when we're new budgeters. Utilities, think about what are those little list of things. Put them on the back there. That's the U. Then we're on to I. Now, with I, like I said before, um, there's a couple different versions of I. Um, I went with the, uh, actually, I've noticed that the, the different goggles and glasses I'm picking for the different letters here is, uh, uh, is actually for, um, is actually going to make it harder and harder to see these dishes. They get darker and darker as I go. Where was I? I. Oh, insurance. So with insurances, things to consider right off the bat, if you are a homeowner, like we talked about with utilities, you have homeowner's insurance, uh, or like we talked about in the R for mortgage, you have homeowner's insurance. But other types of insurances a lot of us have. Insurance, for example, like car insurance. And uh, another very uh, significant one being health insurance. A lot of times we see that going out through the employer. But with that said, we need to also consider what out-of-pocket health expenses are we spending in a year? Is there a way you could divide that by 12 and get a back-of-the-envelope guess as to what your health insurance expenses might be out-of-pocket? Um, because other ways to think about insurance, of course, you could put the medical issues under stuff, but that's mostly cash stronghold style stuff. So just thinking about other types of insurance, I'm a huge proponent of renter's insurance. Because if you are a renter, it can only cost a few extra bucks and you can tack it onto a lot of your auto policy insurances. Uh, and a lot of times they'll give you a bit of a discount and you'll get a good situation which sometimes your renter insurances are even tied to your auto in that if your car gets broken into and stuff is stolen out of it, you may be reimbursed for that. That's of course policy by policy. It changes without with all those things. But renter's insurance, uh, disability insurance, if you are a, um, uh, uh, a breadwinner, uh, a, a major earner for your family, then what ways can you think about uh, disability insurance if all of a sudden you couldn't earn anymore? If you are a homeowner, of course, and have a family, life insurance is definitely one of those things that people talk about. So these are all some quick insurance ideas just to think about along the way. I'm sure there's some I'm missing as well. Uh, let's see. Uh, hmm. 
Uh, travel insurance, sometimes people get that if you're a traveler. Uh, I, I typically gamble away from that, but that's just something that, uh, you know, there's a lot of people, I, you know, travel insurance is one of those ones where I've kicked myself more than once for not having. So, we've talked about uh, the fruits budget, we've talked about right off the bat being food, rent or mortgage being R, utilities, monthly bills being U, I being insurances, T, transportation, where are we? Transportation. Transportation. So if we're talking transportation, we're not just talking about the car you bought. We're talking about how much it costs you per month when you bought it, how much it's going to cost you in, uh, in repairs, how much you have stashed away for when your fuel pump goes and your spark plugs need replacing, and it costs you like $1,500 in one summer. Real, real talk. Um, and then that's your better car of the two cars you drive. Transportation can be very expensive. So I guess I bring up this point being, don't just think about what your month to month is. Have the incidentals, just like we talked about in the other ones, have some extra incidentals in there. Thank you all for joining me. I really appreciate it. We're on the letter T for transportation because it's not just about having a car and car insurance and paying the bills on the car, but it's also about how we get around. For example, a lot of folks travel. People who travel and are paying for things like airline tickets. How are you figuring out how much do you spend a year on airline tickets? And can you divide that by 12? Of course, like I said when I started, I didn't want to bog you down in different budgeting techniques. That's why we're doing this back of the envelope. But this is going to help us figure out what we spend month to month and year to year. And so finally, with transportation, we're even talking about bus tickets and stuff like that. Any way that you get from here to there, let's put it down. And add a little bit extra just so, you know, you don't have to focus on the budget as much. Finally, stuff. We got subscriptions. We got people doing things like canceling Amazon Prime. I see you. Uh... We have subscriptions to things like Costco and other uh, membership-only things. We have uh, Netflix. We have other stuff in our life that comes up on the regular that we're spending on when we're traveling. Gifts for people. Holidays. These are things to factor in and divide by 12. This is going to give your whole idea of what kind of month-to-month -month money you need to be earning to cover costs and expenses. How much do you need to earn on a monthly to cover all the fruits in your budget? So thanks for joining me on The Daily Dish. I really appreciate it. Those of you joining, I really appreciate it on the live streams over on Twitch, Instagram, catching it on Facebook, I believe, later. And those of you catching the Greg Chats Cash podcast, thanks for joining me. Just to sum it up, if you are a tracker, if you're someone who doesn't want to spend a lot of time focusing on budgets, fruits may be a back of the budget or back of the envelope kind of way to start budgeting and figure out what it is your month to month expenses are. Fruits, once again, standing for food, rent or mortgage, utilities, insurances, transportation, and stuff like subscriptions, like uh, uh, costs of life things for kids, things for pets, things like holidays, what general stuff. Yes, that's a big category, I know, but, you know, we're just getting started. And for those of you just getting started here at the Greg Chats Cash Podcast and on the live stream, thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. If you've been here a while, please leave a comment, leave a, a direct message. I want to help you out with resources for you, and feel free to leave a rating. Any ratings, subscribe, all that stuff, that's always appreciated, too. Today's episode was sponsored by 
your time and attention. Your time is more valuable than money. Thank you for spending it here. I appreciate it. Have a good one.